Greetings, listeners, and welcome to On The Spectrum podcast, a show that explores the many complexities and diversities of being on the spectrum. We are your hosts, David and Lorena. Hello. So we are joined today by John and Lucy. Welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. No worries. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourselves for our listeners to know who you are and why you're here today? Okay, shall I go first? Uh, yeah. My name's Lucy and I am the mum of a lovely young man called Lawrence who attends the London School. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm John, uh, and I'm the father of the uh, same child. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> uh, that conversation finally put. <laughs> right, yes. So we're going to talk today about your experience of parents having mm-hmm. an autistic child. Yep. And we would like you to talk, um, to, to explain to us what was your experience before knowing that Lawrence was autistic, what happened when the diagnosis arrives, mm-hmm. um, and everything that comes after so we'll yeah. pop some questions but please feel free to talk about that okay. uh, as much as you want yeah. as much as you feel like talking and sharing yeah so that ones... would be a problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so which ones were the first red lights or red flags that you saw in lawrence to say something is different here if you remember i mean i think it's well i don't know about Lou, but it's, it's quite tricky because you know uh, Lawrence is well. Uh, was our first child, but yeah. Um, so we didn't really have a a frame uh, to to compare against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he just seemed like a naturally sort of bright, sort of fun child. He was quite quiet around other children. Um, but it was only when really when he went to pre prep that the differences really stood out. I mean, before that you were kind of looked at mm. him and went, okay, there might be the odd little thing that's yeah. that's different. But I don't think there was anything major that you would say was a red flag okay yeah i mean i know from speaking to other parents of young people with autism they'll sort of say oh i you know um there were a lot of issues around sleep or there were a lot of issues around things like feeding and stuff like that we never had that with lolly um but i think it was as soon as he started to move more like john said into social circles so there were a few red flags that came up for us when he was attending nursery um lolly went straight from crawling to walking so okay. he didn't, uh, sorry, from commando crawling to walking. So he did that whole sort of lying on his tummy, dragging himself along by his elbows. And then he walked, but he walked much later than other children. And um, I mean, part of my background was uh, back in the midst of time, I trained as a teacher and I trained as my special of my area of um, interest was autism. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of thinking, is there something? Is there something here? You know, he'd cry when other children cried more above and beyond. And, you know, uh, he would react really badly to loud sounds and and I got told no you've got a lovely bright beautiful child mm-hmm. uh don't worry about it don't worry about it I think there was a lot in the news at that point in time as well about mm-hmm. people being hyper focused on autism and I think we in those first couple of years sometimes when we did raise concerns it was dismissed but it definitely became really prevalent when he went to pre prep yeah because suddenly I think at that point uh, with the child like maybe even in a small group you can sort of accept but then you know, I mean, the school actually invited Lou in to actually observe him yeah. uh, and his interactions. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, and, and Lou phoned me up and she's just like, like oh, my God, it's yeah. not just a little bit different. It's massively different. Mm. And, I mean, they were actually quite supportive in, in that respect. They kind yeah. of went, guys, there is something There's seriously something amiss. You need to yeah. start investigating it. Yeah. And obviously at that point you went into the... 
<laughs> yeah. Sisyphe and into sort of the, the joy which is the system. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the 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 situation that John was explaining there was I was asked to go in and watch him in um, circle time when they were having story at the end of the day, and there was a class. The two classes came together. There were. 30 children sat on the um, carpet listening to the teacher and there were 29 children facing the front and attending to what the teacher was saying and there was one child facing the back of the classroom bouncing up and down on his knees and flapping and that was Lolly mm -hmm. and that was just yeah we're, we're, we're in a different realm here this isn't just a bit of inattentiveness or you know being just a little bit different there is something here I think I mean because also I think there is that thing where you know, as a as a as a very young person, like he learned to read really quickly. Mm -hmm. He learned his numbers really quickly. Mm -hmm. So you just sort of kind of went, well, he's, maybe he's just a bit bookish, you know. And mm -hmm. I think that also somewhat masks it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You got two people who are sort of like, you know, Lou and I are relatively smart, <laughs> but I say relatively, <laughs> but that's about it. But so you kind of went, well, okay, this is this is fun. We're both quite sort of quiet. We're both, uh, and you just went, he's just he's just us. Yeah. So you don't really see it, and I think that's that's how so many like mm. probably children slip through mm -hmm. because yeah. you are just kind of going, oh, cool, we've got a booky child, we're mm -hmm. we're away. Yeah. You know? It's like it, it, I guess that you need to tick certain boxes, and when those boxes are not ticked as expected, it becomes mm. more difficult. And even for others, when oh, but he doesn't do such and such and such, yeah. and then I think probably is the conversation that we had with Daniel last week, like, yeah. oh, but you don't look autistic. And then, because yeah. he no. tends to joke in terms of like, oh, do you want me to do this, this and this? So I tick all your boxes and then in your head, yeah. I am yeah. autistic. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it was in that line of, yeah. uh, because it's not always expected uh, they went sure. Yeah. And well, exactly. I mean, Lol, even now, is incredibly <clears throat> affectionate. He wants to hug. He wants to squeeze. Oh, yeah. Squeeze. Oh, yeah. So, so that, oh, yes, yeah. yes. We love, we love engaging <laughs> with him. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Good, yeah. You know, because that's the typical thing of, yeah. like, you know, uh, oh, you've got a baby that doesn't want to be hugged. Ah, right, they're autistic. So you go, yeah. well, I've got a baby that loves to be hugged. Yeah, I've got a baby uh, who wants to be with people, yeah. who makes mm -hmm. eye contact, yeah. who, you know, craves affection. And it was that whole thing about, you know, we would see healthcare professionals who would say, oh my gosh, look at this gorgeous relationship you've got with your baby, with your toddler, to both mm. of us. He loves you, you love him. Oh, you know, he's not met that milestone, but maybe yeah. he's just off his game today. They, yeah. you know, it was almost as if the fact that Lolly didn't, you know, wasn't sort of, is it? Yeah, not you're, 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 not, you're not ticking those boxes. Yeah, you're not you're ticking saying. those boxes. Some mm -hmm. other things kind of got passed over that yeah. actually in hindsight now, looking back, yeah. would have been really clear indicators that he was on the spectrum. Yeah. So, but you've got all that evidence of him, like you said, counting and, and, and oh, using yeah. all these other things are kind of like making you think, oh, well, developing is in, in you know, developmental yeah, stages there. So, yeah, yeah he yeah. learned to count 11 to 20 in two days in France while we were, yeah. we were on holiday. Yeah. And we were just, oh, just bouncing him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because they like to be bounced, they like to be thrown in the air. Knackering. Shoulders for that. Mm. We used to count, and then like, mm. you're board counting one to ten. So eventually, he started going, well, let's do 11 to 20. Mm -hmm. And okay. yeah, he worked it out so fast. Really great. Yeah. were just like, oh, cool. Yeah. But that's, but that's the thing. Genius. Yeah, mm. that's the thing where you just go, that masks so many other things because, yeah. you know, still with autism, you still have that thing of, oh, they're going to be a bit, yeah, they're not going to be as smart they're not going to be on the ball or all that kind of stuff so you just go everything becomes uh, almost like a, a reason not to not to believe it and then also there is that point of I, I'm sure you know everybody hopes that their child is normal 
So mm. you, you almost, you are a lot of the time looking for reasons for them to be normal. So you kind sure. of, as you say, as you say with the healthcare professionals, you, you kind of look at it and go, ah, yeah, maybe they'll, they'll just, they'll do that later mm. or... And I think that's just the way it is. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, especially as, I, as I'd sort of worked with uh, young people with autism for a, for a couple of years, I knew the challenges that young people with autism can face. So, as John said, you're kind of, when you get that token reassurance from a healthcare professional, um, oh, okay, just, you know, it, it's all right, don't worry about it. You do tend to think, okay, because part of you does think, actually... I'm aware of some of the challenges that can come up for young people mm. and their parents mm. in the future. Phew, that's not going to be us. And actually, mm. I think to have been a little bit more holistic and to have had people willing to experience and, and investigate things for us um, would have been more helpful. And hopefully that's the way the healthcare system is going now, but it certainly wasn't our experience. No, no. I mean, yeah, it's, it just is what it is. You know, I guess, like, from a parent point of view, I think we all are in that position, are you? Like, you mm. always think, you, you expect that everything is okay. Mm -hmm. And then when you have contact with autistic children, mm -hmm. as we yeah. do, and then you become a parent, yeah. it's something like, you start looking, and I had that conversation with people at Loddon, yeah. like, they start looking at, is he looking at me? Is he not looking at me? Yeah. Is, he, is he talking? Is he not talking? Is he doing? Is he not doing? Because you know things uh, and how yeah. things are and then is, is that kind of worry and I think even when you don't want to you do it and it, yeah. it, it, it's like something yeah. you kind of stop yourself and also doing. So, also sometimes like you know you there is that thing you know with the healthcare professional <clears throat> you defer to somebody else's expertise you don't yeah. want to be that Certainly. you yeah. don't want to be that making that just pushing you want to be yeah, yeah. 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 self-diagnosing and all that yeah exactly mm. so you, you do you do defer and, and you know that causes a lot of issues in lots of other ways but. yeah i was just laughing then because you said you don't want to be that pushy parent and i'm sure we'll come on to the fact uh, that now we are those pushy parents um but we that's that's yeah the that doesn't that come with the territory do you find you have to advocate a lot Absolutely. as a result of um him not being able to express Absolutely. his needs well there is that but also yeah. you know um oh I mean, yeah well we'll come on to it but i mean the system is set up against you right. you you have to be horrible it's, it's not 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 to the likes of you, <laughs> but, to the, but to, to, to the system. Mm. The system is geared against you. The moment mm. you say I can do something, they'll go great. Off great, you go. off you go. Ah, uh, I see. But mm. right. to get like to get him into Loddon, to get him the the things that have been required, yeah, requires so much requires so much effort. effort. Effort, yeah. time, knowledge. Yeah. Um, you have to, as you said, uh, you know, advocate's a really good word, but it's almost too small a word for what you have to become. You right. have to become, um, you know, an expert on legal uh, legalese and um, what your child's entitled to. You have to become an expert on the social care system. Yeah. You have to become an expert on the healthcare system. You have to um, yeah, be a project manager. You have to be a project it, manager. It, it, you know, it is. It is. It's like. I mean, it's, you've got to be ruthless. You um, have to. Yeah. You have to push and push and push. You've got to document. You make sure you don't leave any gaps. Okay. Um, and it, it's it is it's incredibly tiring. I mean, I think you know. We're lucky in the fact that it sounds terrible, but you know we're not together. But it meant we almost have like a separate yeah. ability to, you know, especially when Law was very young, he's tremendously hard work. Mm -hmm. So Lou and Russ did did all that work, and then when it came to forcing stuff down the road, that that's my job. My job yeah. is to harass people. 
I was thinking, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. no, no, I mean, remind you, remind them that you're there. Yeah, because well, they will. It is, you know. I mean, to such an extent that I'm, I'm fairly sure that. Uh, if I was to walk into working, they would. They would. They would. On a board somewhere. I see. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> but like you said, you said you had to be ruthless. So, you, yeah. you phone up every week. Mm. You chase meetings. You, mm-hmm. you know, everything has to be documented, and that, that's that's fine if you've got the capacity. But we had the capacity because we could split. You know, yeah. and if I couldn't do it, Luke could pick it up. Sure. Yeah. And and I think that's that's not fair. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. The way the system works. I think I was thinking when we were sort of talking about coming here and I was thinking how I would describe the way that John and I sort of parent Lolly because, you know, as John said, we're not together. But what we are is a partnership. But then I started thinking, actually, what we are is a small business because (laughs) we're not a partnership, we're a small business because there's there's John and I and we have an army of people behind us that support us. And I think that's something that maybe is a challenge for a lot of parents when they discover that their young people have these additional needs which are going to make life's journey a bit more difficult they really need that cocoon of of supportive people around them they really need there to be that small business and that small business is invested in your child and we are fortunate that we are the sorts of people that can do that sort of thing and we're supported by a family that can do that sort of thing not everyone is but i would encourage parents who find themselves in a similar position to try and find those people because you're really going to need them yeah, yeah I attended the other day a workshop with a mum that's mm-hmm. a, a parent mm. carer. She has her kid. Uh, it's free to ride. She has a podcast. Hopefully, we will invite her. Yeah, she was really, she was lovely. She speaks really clear, but it's what she, it's exactly what you are yeah. saying. It's like I'm in a privileged situation. I am a nurse. My husband is a GP. Is a doctor. Yeah. My son has really complex difficulties. He has mm-hmm. he's in a in a wheelchair. Um, I am his carer, but I can speak roughly a month. I think she said to eighty people. Yes. Considering that I am English, why? I mean, I yes. economical good position. Yeah. I've got certain knowledge and Level background. Level of education in, in this area that helps yeah. me out to understand paperwork. Um, mm, yeah. And the, the processes, yeah. the, the procedures mm. to go to speak to this and that and here and there. But she was saying that what happened with all those ones that they don't have yes. what I have exactly. in the toolbox what happened with those that didn't have the family supporting yeah. that my husband understanding that they, go, so they were going to go on holidays and he's like I normally tend to go when it's time to pack so I leave my husband to pack yeah. Which yeah. Like he understands that I need to do work so yeah. he needs to it's like yeah. a co-production thing um, mm-hmm. it's like I'm on my own as a mom or I'm on my own as a dad nobody around I don't speak English or English is not yeah. my first language. I don't yeah. have that level of education that helps me out to understand paperwork and the legal yeah. process and I need yeah. to ask and what is my right or no. What we do with all... Well, exactly. I with mean, all it, of those, because yeah, they, they are out there as well. well. And also, it is, you know, the, the way it works is the fact that it's, you know, they're designed not to give you the information. And it's mm-hmm. both partly... I mean, you sit there and like we used to go, okay, uh, what was the outcome of the meeting when we were trying to get Lol into Lol? Yeah. And they go, oh, we can't talk to you about what was said in that meeting because other children were discussed. 
in that meeting, so we can't give you the notes. And you go, well, <laughs> well, well what we're going to do now is we're going to put a, yeah. put a sign yeah. request in, yeah, which, which means we've you done. then have to give us yeah. the information. Freedom of information. And you just sit request. there and you go, this is stupid. Tell me the decision, not the minutes, but tell me the final decision. Is that yes, is that no, is that maybe? But that's just it. I mean, the reason why is eventually we actually turned around and went, right, I'll take everything. Yeah. I, mean, I put a request in that went, give me everything. And it, we have got it's such a waste it's of such a waste of time. Waste because, of everyone's time, yeah. Because yeah. we I have yeah, three full scat boxes of notes. Four and then even then you can actually sounds sounds terrible, I probably say, but you can see that there are bits missing. Yeah. Because right. stuff isn't documented. Like you, you look at it and one week they go, uh, yes, fifty two week placement. And then the next note just says thirty eight and uh, coming social care. Social care. Yeah. And you're going, ah, there is no discussion in between. Why, so yeah. How have you reached this decision about my child? I mean, um, yeah. you know, we're probably hopping all over the place. Yeah, and I sorry. don't know how you're going to manage to put all this together. But, you know, when we, when we, you know, we always say to people, when people say, Lolly's very lucky to be at Loddon, yes, I completely agree. Loddon yeah. is the most fantastic place and they've done amazing work with him. But we would never have chosen for our child to go into a 52-week residential placement. We mm. just wouldn't have. You know, we love no. love Lolly. We love being with Lolly. But we were not able to apart provide him. Apart from when he breaks, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is called the, the Lolly tax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is that thing of, you know, um, if we could provide Lawrence with everything that Loden does, which is what he needs to thrive, then we would have him at home and we can't. So this was a really hard time for us going through this, going through these decisions, mm. having our hearts basically torn out of our chest and stamped mm. on the floor every time we thought about our, our beautiful son being away from us. Mm. And then people not giving us information on how these decisions that change from one day to the next were being reached. Mm. That was really, really hard, and that's when the support network came in, and that was when having professionals, whether that was schools or whether that was social workers who would listen was very important, mm. and being able to sort of take that. Because you do have this, it, it is a roller coaster, and you know, I often say that the easiest bit of having a child who's as complex as Lawrence is having Lawrence. It's mm. the stuff that comes with having Lawrence that is the really hard stuff because you learn and you adapt and you love and that's okay because he's your son at the end of the day mm -hmm. you can you can manage around these things but what is really hard is all the stuff that comes with trying to get the best outcomes for him that's the really difficult yeah. bit yeah definitely you know, there are storms on the way and instead of like making it easy or this is what he needs make make my life easy support me with what i need maybe I don't mm -hmm. need to put him in a 52. Yeah. Just help me out. Mm -hmm. Instead of help me out, you're like putting stones and stones and stones well, to make everything difficult to move forward. Yeah, yeah I mean, we like several times, like we, we, you know, we've been asked for feedback about what, mm. how was the process. And yeah. you say, well, the, the, you know, the process is awkward. I said, the worst thing is them going silent. They're not telling you because yeah. the moment they don't give you information, you go, oh my God, it's the worst case. You expect the worst. <laughs> because it's, and, that, yeah. that's just the way your brain works. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're automatically going, you know, like, well, we've got the space at Lodder and that, that's all great. And you're going, right, okay, this is it's awful, but this is going to be the perfect place. And then they just go silent. Mm. And you go, right, then we're not going to get it. That place will be gone. Oh my God, we're going to have to start looking all over again. 
and you just and everything and, and everything every comes time. again mm. imagine and like all, all these things yeah. yeah. and, and it's like back again. I mean this is like this is where it's you, like I say like you just have to become a project manager you eat, mm. like, I email and you just like I worked out the hierarchy of, yes. of the management structure we found of, the management structure wow. of our local authority and on a weekly just, just, basis just we just went up each level yeah. And so, and so we went to the top we went to the head of children's yeah. it's just amazing that you have to go through that kind of effort just to <laughs> wow. you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in some respects and they were fantastic the yeah. head of children's services was fantastic yeah. Right. Yeah. but also that you realise that they're under it's not their fault per se they're mm. under amazing very pressure. very hard pressure to, to you know mm. London is horrendously expensive you know I mean, I talk to friends about private school fees, you know, and, <laughs> and then laugh when they're like, oh my God, it's like 30,000 a year and you're just going, don't know what are talking about, we're like 200 <laughs> Although I then do like the fact that some of my friends turn around and go, what, you pay? I'm like, how much money do you think I spend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, but you are going to go, I mean, no, no, if, I really don't. If know. only we could, and, yeah, you know, but, uh, we could, yeah. But, but you understand that they're under, they're under pressure because... Looking at the notes mm-hmm. when you go through it, you basically realise that mm. it's the moment the costs come in that it goes back to being 38 and something else. Yeah. Sure. yeah no, and, no. And, and even though like, I'm on the phone going, yeah, by the way, you're, legally you're not allowed to make these changes back without justification, da-da-da, you are going through them. And you do, I mean, you, you do have to... Yeah, you do have to call it. You have to call yeah. it bluffer to a certain extent. You do. I mean, we're we're lucky that you know we've got friends who are lawyers and stuff like that. So you can eventually just get into the point going, how much do you want a letter from from our lawyers? Mm. Uh, you know, and and that sort of we have two two roads. Always me, always my lawyer. You yeah, pick and choose exactly. But, but that's but that's not something the average person can do. And that, that and that and and it's not that something that you know if Lou had been on her own trying to do this. Yeah. It's just not possible. No. The, the system needs to change so that it does become simpler. Mm. I mean, I know that the, like, central funding needs to needs to increase massively and all this mm. sort of stuff, but it, it's just, it's wrong on the basis that it's, it's engineered against you. And and it shouldn't be that way because ultimately no. it's not about, it's not about uh, my quality of life, not about your quality of life, well, it's about it's his about, quality. It's about Lawrence's quality of life, but I'd probably say it's also about making sure that the family are able to provide that for Lolly and mm. that all the people around are, are able to do that, um, you know. And it is that thing about, um, you know, <laughs> I'm very conscious of the fact that we're sort of coming in with a very sort of almost a negative vibe. We're trying to be very honest about our mm. experience yes. and quite a lot of it is coming as a sort of a, I think from a place be, of anything, negativity. It needs to be honesty, yeah. yeah. But that is our lived experience. Mm. And where we have been lucky, as, as John has said, is that that we've had an intrinsic ability ourselves to deal with that sort of thing. Um, Lodden were brilliant and on board and supporting yeah. us as soon as they were identified. Lawrence's school that he was at at the time well, was social fantastic. Work was, social worker was second to that. I would she say that his social worker that he had through his transition period was, even in amongst Lodden being fantastic, Lawrence's former school, Addington School being fantastic. I would have said the linchpin of all of it was yeah. our social worker at the time, who was honest. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell us what we wanted to hear. She told yeah. us the truth. Which is good. Which yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. Um, she would be very, very 
not blunt with us, but she would tell us what we needed to know. Because, and I think that's that's an important thing um, for professionals to do, but also for parents to accept. Because I know that it's very difficult with a professional hat on when I've had to speak to parents about things that are very challenging. Mm-hmm. If a parent's not receptive to the message, you're allowed to be upset, you're allowed to cry, you're allowed to be angry or disappointed, but you need to be receptive to the Mm. message you're hearing because actually if a professional's telling you something, it's not what you want to hear. They're doing that to enable you to get to the next point. To move forward. So I I would regularly have a phone call where our social worker, wonderful lady called Fleur, would say, are you on your own? Are you sitting down? And I'd go, oh... Go on then. And she'd hit me with it and I'd cry and she'd say, I'm sorry. And then we would take a deep breath and I'd say, what am I going to do next? And that is really important. So it's important to have professionals who are honest with you, but it's important as a parent, a carer, to be able to take those messages, feel the anger, feel the sadness, feel the fear, feel the discomfort, whatever it is, breathe and go, right, where am I going to go next? Yeah. Because talking about those messages, if we go Mm. back, when... So we'll go to Lodon and we'll talk mm-hmm. about the school. Yeah. But going because I'm, I'm bringing you back because most parents find difficult the process when they find out. So when the message, they're talking about those messages uh-huh. from the professor. Oh, yeah. like, Your child has autism. And Here's you a piece of paper. paper. <laughs> and then they can say, Congrats. I'm really sorry. And they put a face like, oh, there we go. How can I say that? And then you ask some mum and dad, are they oh, sitting cool. like, hi, here's me, or are we saying it? I don't think we even had a, a face-to-face doctor's appointment. No, no, How do you feel that? No, I, did, see, so. I think I've blanked uh, it no, because no, no, I, 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 I already knew. I just think you because you blamed me. <laughs> you did? Yeah, the doctor. The blamed yeah. you? Oh, well. Oh, the yeah. doctor blamed you. Well, I Oh, in fact, yeah, very classic. The classical, what do you do for a living? Because like we were, we were, I mean, obviously we, we had, we had the, we obviously. Hi. See, I don't remember this. So, so we, that's quite so we had this. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, we, we started that process. You know, we were asked. You know, somebody mm. came to uh, a specialist came to view Lawrence at the school. They then moved us onto that. We then had a meet. So by that point, we knew what was coming. Yeah. Like we we already knew. We knew. So we're like, you know, we'd read up. You do what we do. <laughs> so you read every book that's going, and you go right. Fine. Got this. Okay. But yeah, we did, we went into like a. A room that wasn't even as big as this, and the the, the doctor watched Lowell play for a little bit. I do remember. Yeah. It. Now it's coming and back just and along. Yeah. And then, uh, well, she asked us like, uh, uh, do huh. any, any members of your family got autism? I'm like, no, they're all no. fine. <laughs> Stop using fine and normal. I mean, let's go. Your family's not exactly normal. But That's not what I meant. <laughs> but we had that conversation. But then, like, she just went, and what do you do for a living? And you go, well, I, I work in banking. And so, well, what do you do? And so, well, I analyse data. I literally sit looking at numbers all day. She went, oh, do you like numbers? I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You know, and it's just that thing. You know, good problem solving. Yes, good at all that. She went, cool. Your son's got autism then. And he was like, ah, right, cool. Yeah. No, no es- ifs, es- no buts. Es- es- I, I find that a bit surprising. Hello, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. basically how that conversation yeah. went. Well, I think it's that thing. And as I said, I've, I've I worked in a special needs school f- for quite a few years in parent support. So I heard this story from so many other parents of young people with autism. They go, your child's got autism, here's a fact sheet, off you go. Here is a link to the National Autistic website and off you go. And it's it's that thing, you know, 
It's it's a really often used phrase, isn't it? In in circles of people who work with are really special people, which is if you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. Mm. But you get this catch-all. You get this worksheets, da da da. Oh, there's this yeah. this this group that may be and off, and you go, and suddenly it is like being pushed out of an aeroplane without a parachute because you've been told this is what's this this is your life now. Autism is a lifelong condition. Um, you know, we know that. We know that our young people with autism will need support all the way through their lives. But you're, you're pushed out that door. And nobody says to you, you know, this is what you can do next. They don't give you what you need and want, which is what can I do next to support my child? But I think mm. one of the things that was really lacking and probably with time I've come to realise it is that it's not just about diagnosis. Autism isn't just about writing a word on a piece of paper, this child has this diagnosis. It's about everything else and there needs to be support for the parents as well. You need to, you know, you need to go through a process of realising that the life you expected with your child is not going to be the life that you have. Mm. It doesn't mean that life is terrible. It doesn't, oh, this no. is the... It's just a different path, but you need yeah. somebody to acknowledge that and support you to come to terms with that and to realise that it's not, you know, this, this terrible thing, but it is going to be different. Yeah. And the way you're going to have to go through life and walk Plan. through life with your child is going yeah. to be different. Same. How do you leave that process of understanding that your pathway will be slightly different? <sighs> so a lot of reading. <laughs> a lot of reading. Um, fortunately, you know, fortunately, having that that sort of prior knowledge of working with with young people with autism, and then, I mean, when we were, you know, when we were still living in the Midlands, there was pretty much nothing. We no. just got on. We just no, cracked no, no. on. I mean, I mean it sounds terrible, we were incredibly fortunate to split up. <laughs> <laughs> because Lou moved, Lou moved down. Uh, I moved to Wokingham. To Wokingham. Yeah. And suddenly hit the jackpot. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the first the first special school that Lowell went to. Yeah. That, you know, mm. he was only, what, three, four? Yeah, know, he four, went... They, they were amazing. Yeah, he went then, to a, a nursery. He went to a, a nursery at a family centre and yeah. I'd sort of gone in to see them and I said, look, my son's got a diagnosis of autism. You know, he has delayed uh, communication. You know, he's got an amazing vocabulary, but it's functional, not contextual language. Yeah. It's echolalia. It's, you know... And they were fantastic, and uh, they said, yeah, this young person needs special school, special school. So we were very, very fortunate that we were just down the road from an exceptional special school, yeah. and he was there from uh, reception age, yeah. right up until the time he transferred to London. And that was what he needed, but I'm... I'm very, very aware of, and it shouldn't be this way, but I'm very aware of how lucky we were and how lucky he was because yep. I know there is such a shortfall now with children like Lawrence needing a school placement like that and there not being enough schools around, mm. there not being enough spaces. No. So, no, I mean, it was very much left to our own devices. Yeah. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Yeah. And, and that is, uh, it's hard, but like I say, I mean, I can imagine, I, can, I mean, Lowell, Lowell's hard work, but mm. he's also quite, he can be incredibly self-contained. So mm. he can, yeah. you know, I mean, as a baby, 
just, if you wanted a quiet morning, you'd literally fan books out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he would move and you'd be like, oh, cool, I can do yeah. something. Or I can sit and watch the rugby whilst I get out yeah. my hangover. But it's, it's all those sort of things. <laughs> it's all those sort of things. But, but with, with a child that is properly 24-7, like yeah. so many more are, where do you find the time to read? Where do you find the time to do your research? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This stuff isn't there, the support never isn't there for you. And it is. Yeah. And I guess as well, because we are talking, what we were saying before, mm. when I've got a certain level, so when the information comes to me, it doesn't come with easy wording, doesn't come, yeah. it's really yeah. technical. So when we are mm. reading about autism, normally comes in a really technical way, mm. really technical words. I think now it's coming more approachable. Yeah. But before, I think it was really psychological based or yes. psychiatric mm. based, and then I would just hit to. Yeah. Um, also, I think well, there is still that, it's just at the moment, I mean, obviously the world works in stereotypes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, but it is that thing, you're like, you know, here's beef paper, walk out the door. You're going to have a child that doesn't want to hug you, that will basically not do anything. And then you just go, yeah. oh, right, what am I going to do now? I think that's really interesting, actually. And that was, sorry, that was something I was considering because I know we're talking about what parents may experience or, or familiar experiences with sort of the medical profession when it mm-hmm. comes to young people <laughs> with autism. Um, Lawrence also has, as, as many children with, well, as some children with autism may have what they call comorbidities. So he has other things that go alongside his autism. And um, that has been an ongoing battle for us with uh, medical professionals as well, is, um, you know, Lawrence is 17 now and he's just getting treatment um, for his tiptoe walking that has been really supported by Loddon and the Loddon school Mm -hmm. team. But we've been questioning the fact that Lawrence tiptoe walks since he began to walk. And it wasn't till he was about 12 that he actually was seen by anybody in orthopaedics because we were told it's just normal for autistic children to tiptoe walk, get him to ride a bike, get him to walk up hills. And it was like by the time he was seen, actually, he'd gone past a point where, you know, physio wasn't working, OT wasn't working. But we were told it's because he's autistic and you're not trying hard enough. Well, actually, it's not. And we're at a point now where Mm. Lawrence is having surgery because actually... It's not that people aren't trying hard enough or doing OT or he's not active. It's because there's something going on. Mm. The same with anxiety. For very many years, we were questioning if he had underlying anxiety, which was causing behavioural and communication issues. Mm -hmm. His schools were questioning it. And we were told, no, it's because he's autistic. Well, an autistic person can also have anxiety, but it wasn't looked into. Now he's on medication to help moderate his anxiety. He's able to communicate, access learning, go out in social situations, and even to his continence. Well, also his epilepsy. Actually, how did I even how did I manage to forget the epilepsy? I mean, we we look back, uh, you know, and, and. you know, we first we, queried it when he was eight years old. Yeah, because he kept being sick on Mondays. I used to get a lot of questions of what I was feeding him. What at you were feeding him at the weekend? Yeah, yeah. But, um, um, and but he was, would he would have absences. He would have absences, he would, and he like you go, and yeah. the school was just like he's been just, sick. He's got to go home for forty-eight yeah. hours. And it would just be that thing where you go, well, he's he's obviously autistic. It's just one of those things. Yeah, and we and went and we saw epilepsy. We, I think we once saw an epilepsy doctor who said, well, yeah. he's not had anything in four weeks, so I'd just put it down to his autism. Yeah. He went to Loddon, Loddon flagged it up, and yes, he has got 
brain damage to the white matter in his brain and he has got epilepsy which is now controlled by medication but from the age of eight we were questioning why are these things happening to our child with regard to absences from the age of three we were questioning yeah Mm. from the age of three we were questioning what's going on with his feet and his legs and from the age of about 10 or 11 we were questioning what's going on with his anxiety levels and all of those things were just it's because he has autism and that's really mm. disingenuous to autistic people, and it's yeah. really hard for autistic but it becomes families. A, it just becomes a catch-all, yeah, catch-all reason to explain any, yeah, and neuro, neurodiversity. Really, yeah. it's just that. Well, he's got that. He's got that tag. So uh, everything's related to that. But sometimes they need to look at these situations without applying that tag, exactly. um, because they're just it's they're thinking it was all coming under the same umbrella when it's not. You know, yeah, it could if be something separate. Being sick like once a week, phasing out literally passing out going mm. to sleep for an hour then waking up that's not autism yeah. that, and no stretch of the imagination is that autism but because mm. that tag already existed it must no, be that's autism. what it is yeah that's what it is see that is frustrating mm. yeah it's sad like um, yeah and really especially sad when now that he has had the support that maybe could have come earlier we've seen the benefits it's had for him and you can't help as a parent but feel a little bit angry about that, thinking if we'd have been taken seriously and not dismissed as just autism parents with an yeah. autistic child, mm. pushy. would would his life outcomes have improved? Would we be in a you know, would he yeah. be in a in a situation like that? Like, what's, yeah. what's happened yeah. all those all those times he has had a seizure? Yeah, because mm. every time a child has a seizure, there's potential yeah. brain damage, it's and damage, we know yeah. Lawrence already has brain damage. So you know we're uh, he's very very precious, and I think we get very very angry when we can you know that that well, thing of yeah. that dismissiveness. You know he's yeah. our most precious possession, and it's a bit like you know if you had a Fabergé egg and somebody just yeah. kept getting out and throwing it around a bit and sticking it back in the box. That's how we feel about Lawrence. You know yeah. don't just take him, look at him, and dismiss him. You know treat him with care and respect. Yeah. Yeah, if if someone from the health or is any professional, I hope you do. And guys. we do love yeah. healthcare professionals. I have to say, it sounds like we don't on them. We don't know anything. But when things are being done wrong in the wrong way, mm, I think yeah. they need to. It needs to be said. Yeah, we cannot just carry on with. Oh but, yeah, it's fine. They are colleagues. No, this is, is wrong. This is wrong. Mm. That's but that it. is that. That's the issue, though, because because you're not an expert, mm. you you accept what's happening. I mean, we can we can go all the way back to the birth. Which oh, was, yeah. you know, I mean, let's but we, not. But, but essentially, <laughs> you were com- we complete. You defer because you yeah. go well. Do you know what? You're the specialist. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you go to me and tell me my numbers are wrong, the first thing I'm going to do is go. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Like, and then, then, but then I might actually have a look. But, yeah. but at least I actually have a look. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah no. but, but with with those with, with a lot of doctors, you go. I don't think you're right, and they're like, Well, well I well, am. Who are you? because before it was less known that it is now so mm. you go to the doctor yeah. and they tell you your child is autistic but you believe and that's it because mm. you are the doctor yeah. I am not you yeah. have the knowledge I, I, mm. I do not so I guess I need to trust you absolutely yes. uh, is that when they have tell you you have cancer you're not going to argue with the doctor are you like, you really you're just going to say okay true. yeah that's mm. fine and what how are you going to help me exactly yeah, yeah. Um, but then Anything under the roof can be cancer. So if you're throwing yeah. up, if you you know you have a headache, yeah. is everything cancer? You probably like, oh, yeah. I've got a bite somewhere. somewhere yeah. You know? Oh, that'll be because of yeah. Or yeah. I got a cold. Or mm. yeah. it, it cannot be always everything yeah. cancer. That's the yes. same. Um, but it's it's really 
it's the same that they're like everything is autism, autism, and I think we still have that fight because yeah. we see that with Cam, we see that with other professionals. Yeah. And I, yeah, you're, you're right when you say we still still have that fight because you know I even when we went to. Um, I'm, I'm very conscious that I don't want to name certain services that we've been to because I know that mm. there are so many professionals who are working so hard, but we did go to a sort of a, a specialist paediatric who literally every question or query or thought I had was, it's his autism, this is just the way it is. It's his autism, this is just the way it is. And if it wasn't for the fact that we for whatever reason, have that tenacity as a family yeah, unit. And if it wasn't for the fact that he was in a fantastically supportive school, and if it wasn't for the fact that we had a brilliant school nurse who was very supportive, um, where would Lolly be now? You know, yeah. where would Lolly be now? If we had... Uh, he, could, he could quite easily have just been lost. He could be mm. sitting at home, you know. And, and the problem is, is, you know, I'm sure you're aware, <laughs> working with him, if he loses it... It's, yeah. it's not always a good outcome. No, it's mm. not I mean, a good outcome. It's not a good outcome. I have a lot of scars. Yeah. You know, and that's just because, and that's him being nice. Well, there's you no know. malice. He can't, it, yeah, he can't he's communicate not doing it, his distress any other always, way. Because this is always the thing, like, when you're out in public with it, yeah. what happens if he loses it? But now the thing is, he's in, he's in a better place. He's, get, he's getting the right treatments. He's more relaxed. But a child that isn't, a child that's at home or having to go to a mainstream school or, Not you know, with, with, with yeah. limited support, Lawrence would be, a, just, he would be a ball of rage, yeah. you know, because that's, that's always the issue. If, if he's out and about and he loses it, it's not the person, it's just, it's not going to be directed at somebody, but theoretically, mm -hmm. if you grab somebody, he is so strong. Well, uh, and he can harm himself, which he will be like. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we see that we see that he harms himself yeah. through just through his his the things that he does to regulate. And you know, I'm uh, we were joking as I was going under the beams. Obviously, I'm nearly six foot tall, and you know, I'm not exactly the slimmest person in the world. Lawrence can pick me up when he's happy and throw me around. <laughs> when he's got the adrenaline of an anxiety. You know, and I wouldn't even say with Lawrence it's rage. I would say it's that fight or flight. It's his anxiety. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, Completely. you know, we are lucky now that his anxiety is moderated because he's been seen by the correct people. He's had his diagnosis and he's taking medication. But when the medication stops working or being less effective, yeah. we see an uptick in those behaviours. Now, we're fortunate that we can access CAMS and we get all the support from the mm -hmm. school to do that. But if a young person doesn't have that, if Lawrence didn't have that, no. where would he be? Where would we be? You'd be in so much trouble. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at some point I need to redecorate to get rid of the holes in the wall from the remote control. Thing. And buy another TV. <laughs> 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 and a shower. Yeah, and yeah there's quite a few things. But I mean, it's, yeah. but I mean, but that's that's not him. It's not doing it on purpose. It's no, just no, that's. It's not at all. That's what I happens. Think, I think he's such a character, isn't he? He's like, <laughs> yes. we, need to go, we need to go to the uniqueness of our children. Sometimes yes. we go to the bad things. Absolutely. We, we need to, I think we need to have in mind, and that's important, that they are their own character. Mm. It's like Lolly is Lolly yeah. and it will be always Lolly. Oh, yeah, his, his yeah, self-expression is great. Yeah, the way he expresses it. Yeah. You know, the only thing is it, it might be have his difficulties in communicating, in putting yeah. it forward, yeah. in he needs help to mm -hmm. regulate himself, which that's why 
that oh, yeah. his yeah. team will support him through like not letting him down. Yeah. Meanwhile, when you need that support, you will go and call your friends or we will call our family. I'll call my mm-hmm. mom and say, like, I had a bad day. That's my my strategy, like support mm-hmm. strategies. Yeah. For him, will be the Eagles team saying, here we are, don't worry, yeah. we're here for you. Yeah. We'll go through this together. However, this is not all the time. There's many times where he's happy, he's achieving, he's engaging, <laughs> he's being himself. And oh, then yes. when you see him around, he's like, there, there, there he is. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, and it's like the yeah. uniqueness of well, Lawrence. He's, he's and gonna, he won't be another one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's, he's ridiculously charming and he's got the most infectious laugh. And, you know, Lolly is loved by so many mm. people because of his, like you said, uniqueness, individuality, yeah. Yeah. charm, those quirks that make mm. him a phenomenal young person. And that is the same with the other young people at Loddon yeah. and other young people who are similar to the cohort at Loddon. You know, whenever I come to an event at Loddon, Young people there with complex and, you know, spiky profiles. We always talk about spiky profiles. And they're the most lovely and fantastic young people to be around, aren't they? You know, there's a reason why people do this work and want to work at places like London. Mm. It's because the young people are unique and special and fantastic to be around and teach you so much. But it's also hard. Yeah, (laughs) That's what's motivating, though, is part part of it is the challenge and and stuff that I I, I personally find. Yeah, Yeah. it's finding that key and unlocking the door and seeing what comes out. I I get the biggest kick out out of those relationships Mm -hmm. and when you build up stuff, I think that's... When when he's in the right environment, when he doesn't have the anxiety around it, when there isn't somebody beeping their car horn... Or a baby crying. Or a baby crying or a dog barking. Or any of those. Those are the moments when you see him come out this is the one thing we always said like yeah. like even when we spoke to cans you know and you know we were talking about his anxiety you know we're, we're always very much a case of yes he needs help but that help has got to only get to a certain point to help him like like he obviously takes sertraline for his anxiety but mm-hmm. like but literally the first thing we said was well okay if that's what you recommend but we don't want to lose Lolly. But yeah, but we don't want to lose what the intrinsic bit of him. I don't want him doped up to the eyeballs that he's as a walking zombie. Mm-hmm. He has to be himself. Him. He is to yeah. be So himself. is it? Can, if we can just get it to a level where it just takes the edge, mm. we don't want to take all of it. Just mm-hmm. take the edge off, and that's always the key because you, it's the person, it's the, it's the child underneath that you you, you love and yeah, you can't kind of lose that, 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 that child and also. Like, that's his experience. He's, it's no fun for him if he's mm. yeah. walking around in a fuzz. Yeah. You know, he, he wants to experience life. He wants to run around. He wants to go ride Annie and go for a swim. Yeah, go for a swim. All those sort of flash. things. But, you know. <laughs> but, like, uh, when, when uh, like, last December when we had to change his all, um, oh, gosh, uh, epilepsy medication. Mm-hmm. It was horrific. You know, it absolutely wiped him out. It was so bad. I mean, it, never before we've been sitting there going, right, when he's phoned the doctor, this has got to stop. Yeah. You know, I know it's not the right thing, but the, this medication has stopped now because this is yeah. beyond the pale because mm. we've lost him. Yeah, uh, we spent, he, yeah. he lost, you know, he lost so much weight. He was it's unusual because of what he eats. <laughs> well, he's a skinny old beanpole, but he lost so much weight mm. and he was not Lawrence. And we couldn't even find Lawrence. And he was, you know, he was mm. nauseous. He vomited for 48 hours straight. He couldn't eat. He couldn't anything and it was just the most powerless kind of 
Well, there's lots of times where you do feel a bit powerless, I've got to be honest, but that's the most recently the most powerless I felt because there was nothing I could do to help him. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't tell me what was wrong. And that was when the, the pointy elbows had yeah. to come out and that, no, we're not doing this. And school were brilliant. School supported us 100%. Um, with getting that but we had sort of six or seven weeks where Lawrence was in that position yeah. and and you just think this is just not right no. it's not right and would it be happening if he was a 16 year old who would be able to say yeah, I feel sick I'm not doing this I, I can't do well, this anymore there is, there is that and it, as, a, as a parent it's that horrible balance of mm. is this making my child better in the long term or do I take do I take do I take a short term mm-hmm. hit yeah. Or do I? Or, and you sort of go, oh, okay, that's why you go for the first few weeks, and you're like, yeah. okay, this is not getting any better. This is getting worse. Right. Um, talking about your experience with professionals, yeah, yeah. and coming from that sector, <laughs> probably yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're halfway very, very there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say to everybody out there? So if doctors. Med, like medical professionals, mm. either way, social workers, cams, carers, yeah. teachers. What would you say to them? What advice would you give it to them when they are treating with parents with children with autism? Two key things. The first thing, and this goes across the board, and it's also experience I've had fed back to me by lots of parents of children with additional needs, mm-hmm. not just necessarily autism. Read the notes. Because I cannot count fingers, toes, get you all to take your shoes and socks off. I couldn't count on your all of your fingers and toes how many times I have had to go through Lawrence's entire story. Mm. Not only is that for many parents, and depending on where I am on the upswing of happy, sad, Valkyrie, mum, whatever it is, it can be quite traumatic for parents, but also even... The most recent appointment we had with Lawrence on Tuesday, the consultant was fabulous, but he came in and spoke directly to Lawrence and asked him his age. Now, we're always really explicit when we meet any healthcare professionals. These are the challenges Lawrence has. This is his communication style. Read the notes. Don't come in and have, you know, an an entire first half of your consultation taken up by parents having to relive you know, and we go through everything. You know, this time is finite. We know it's really hard to get appointments. Don't waste the first 10 minutes of your consultation going back through things that you can read in the notes. And I know it's hard, they see lots of people, but please just read the notes. That would be the first thing. And the second thing is, is that, you know, listen to parents I know myself with a professional head on and working with lots and lots and hundreds and maybe even thousands of parents over the years sometimes you're tired you're cranky you've got your 15th appointment today but you know when you've got a child who has as special and diverse a profile as Lawrence please listen to the parents and listen to their worries and their concerns because this is not going to be like another child you've seen before he's not going to be like a child that you've seen before please listen to them and take on board their worries and accept that these people are going through a journey which can be joyful and wonderful and fabulous but can also be traumatic and heartbreaking and you know allow the people allow these parents and carers the space to breathe and share their experience too because very often they're their child's advocate and their voice so they need to be heard And very often, 
I haven't felt heard, and I don't think you have either. No. So it's it's just listen, I think please, just listen. Yeah, there is that thing where definitely they're... I suppose with a neurotypical child, you can ask them what their experiences mm. are and that, whereas we're having to relay them. And they're, mm. you can see they're almost kind of going, hmm, is it really, though? Is uh, this your agenda? Uh, yeah. You know, and I think, I mean, certainly from my point of view, the one thing I would say is uh, it's information. Give feedback. Give us, I'd rather have 100 pages to look through than nothing. Nothing. Just, just you know, and don't give me stupid things like, I can't give you this. Mm. When I know you can, because mm. it just a, a aggravates me and puts you on my bad list. And probably but, give me the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah like no, just, you were mentioning mm. before, like don't lie to me, yeah. no half, half truth. concealment is just yeah. as bad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's it. Mm. The message is going to have to come out at some point. Mm. The reality is going to have mm. to be faced. You know, at but least it, give parents yeah. that respect of giving yeah. them the true message. And if you keep us updated, it means you're not just. Because I think sometimes there's they they almost go for a shock and awe approach, mm. where it's like okay here's a boom we've made a decision <laughs> that's it. Well, yeah. if you, I always say look, it's a partnership. We're we're trying to work with you. Together, we're all yeah. trying to come out to an outcome that yeah. works for all of us. Now whether that is uh, you saving some money, us getting what we need, yeah. you know, ultimately because also if if you. If you can remember at loggerheads, yeah. and if you start to come for us, I'm going to come back with a very big sledgehammer. Mm. Yeah, with Lawrence's name on it. Yeah, and I'm because, always yeah. going to win. Yeah, well, <laughs> we've, we've won so far, and I think yes. we potentially, hopefully, always will. Um, but I think that's because yeah. we come at it from a rational point of view. We, yeah. we go, you know, we're not, we're not expecting the world, we understand the limitations that Yeah, yeah. But I think as well, we, the professionals sometimes we need to face difficult conversations, mm. what we call difficult yeah. parents. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's, that's from, from, us, from a side. Yeah. Um, oh, here we are, difficult parents, here we yeah. are. This, he, he, a difficult meeting, here we are. Yes. And I think I was listening to Rachel Ray the other day mm. and she made me click on something that made me see things in another in another view or from another perspective. It's like, yeah, the, the situation is difficult. Yes. It's not the parents. Not the parents. Yes. And I will say as well that if I were in their position, if I'm going through trauma, if I'm not dealing with the situation mm. that I've got in front of me, if we are talking about the most precious thing in my yeah, life is absolutely. my son, yeah. how would I be? Mm. Yeah. Easy? Yeah. If, if, if yeah. everybody as a mum and dad made a question like to themselves, like how would I be yes. if you're coming to touch the most precious thing in my life, yeah. if you're coming to talk about my son, if and not in a really careful way, when I'm actually in a trauma pro, like yeah. dealing mm. with this traumatic situation, because I yes. haven't deal yet with assuming maybe that my child is not going to be as I expected, mm -hmm. because that is quite traumatic, yeah. and then yeah. needs yeah. to de do some work in that. How would I be? Would I be easy? Mm, would exactly. I be like, oh yeah, it's, oh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> or would I be like, whoa, 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 wait there a minute. And, and, that's, and I'm quite Spanish in this. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Of my, it? <laughs> it's got to be team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, sometimes when you put yourself in the other side, it's like, mm. well, let's, this is going to be a difficult conversation. Yes. Let's see how we can make it less yeah. difficult. Yeah. Let's see how we can put ourselves in the same level. And then I need to make them understand that I, I care about the same they care. Yeah. Yes. Doesn't because make sense? Because that is something no. that very often 
And I, I know it is just because, like you said, parents very often you're coming from a place of trauma or anger or fear. Mm-hmm. So that's how you're receiving the message. But very often you don't feel that. You, you feel almost a coldness mm-hmm. uh, and a sense of detachment. And, you know, it is that thing about the, the, the conversations are difficult. These are life-changing yeah. decisions, you know, conversations that are being had, and not just for the young person, but for their parents, mm-hmm. for their siblings, mm-hmm. for their grandmas, grandpas, aunties, yeah. uncles. You know, we're not just talking about one consultation in isolation. So, you know, I think that is such a brilliant way of putting it. It's the conversation that's difficult. It's not the parent. And, you know... I think for healthcare professionals or social care professionals or educational professionals um, to see that demonstration of upset, anger, fear, worry, you know, not to be sort of confronted by not that, not to take that on, this is this person, they're angry mm. at me. They're not, they're angry at the situation. Mm. And equally to parents, you know, allow yourself to feel all the feels you know you need to process how you feel about these things Mm. i've spoken to so many parents and i've been guilty of it myself who've sort of done exactly what you said Mm. the the nodding smiling oh okay yeah you take the little work but yeah i will phone that and you go home and you cry and you cry Mm. and you cry and you don't know where to turn and then you keep it inside because you've got to be strong for your child you've got to be strong for the people going oh You've got to be strong for the family, you know. Actually, you need to be able to process all of that because if you can't process it, it will sit inside you and it will just stay and it will go somewhere. And it will go somewhere at some point in time because I've, I've blown yeah. up. You've blown up. It's not pretty. For me, the worst thing was the blame. Yeah, the mm. blame. Ugh. If they, they've got to get past that because it's not a blame. It's a, it's just a condition. But I carried that burden of that, com- yeah. Yeah, that conversation. And, you know, I, my younger son has been diagnosed with dyspraxia. Yeah. And I've had it mentioned to me that possibly I need to go for an adult ADHD assessment. Mm. So suddenly, <laughs> blame. Yeah. Neurodivergence, it runs in families. Oh, my yeah. gosh, it must be me. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, and... I, I carry that. I mean, it sounds, sounds horrible, but... The best piece of news I've had in a long time was Lowell having his brain scanned. Because we realised that actually Lawrence had, you know, uh, without giving away too much of his yeah. medical details, yeah. um, without his permission, uh, but Lawrence had a very traumatic birth and he has got brain damage. Mm. Yeah. That, you know, it's not a huge, you know, it's not as, as huge and profound as it is mm. for some young people. But actually, like John, when that turned up, when we had that result, there was that little bit of guilt that lifted off both of us yeah, because yeah. it was like, actually, some of the way that the challenges that Lolly has, some of the way he sees the world and some of the way he interacts in the world, mm. it's probably down to brain damage. It's not our fault. Yeah. We didn't do this to him. No. And we shouldn't feel that way. No. Because having a child is a lottery. Mm. You, you know, anyone that, can have a was, child like Lolly. That is exactly what I carried around for years. Because you're just sitting so, there going, yeah. you know, I've ruined Lou's life or in his life. You know, it's all me. And you go... Yeah, but I think I think in uh, I think in that way um, I would say because um, <laughs> we are parents here. <laughs> yes, yeah. um, 
I would say that when you see, when I remember when you came with Lawrence at school. Yes. And I was in the, in the grounds. See, I don't um, remember you because I was so traumatised. <laughs> <laughs> Not by you. I hate to I hope so. Uh. <laughs> um, no, I was, um, I was in, the, in the grounds with other students and they were like, oh, they are new parents with a new child. Um, it's mum and dad. I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, and I saw them. It was like, like a lovely family. And then knowing you that's here, nice guys, is what I said to you. Is like you can see that commitment that you have with Lawrence. Absolutely. You see that yeah. um, they are working together to yeah. do everything that is the best for him. And this yeah. is the advocate that is there. And you can tell that this is that teamwork. I think you are like the ideal teamwork that you can do. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we will put you to do uh, parenting don't, don't, courses. Yeah. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream Just work. Don't, don't ever put us um, in a ball game together. Cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we'll do a podcast for you too. Oh, um, gosh. But I think it's, that's, you can see, like, yeah, I know that the blame comes and I think every yeah. single parent will be in your position and yeah. they will have that blame of what I've done wrong, what mm. could I have done in a different oh, way. 100%. What, what, yeah. We're, we're, we're going through this currently we're with our child as well because yeah, yeah. his his uh, his um, communication has regressed yeah. yeah so he used to count from one to ten in English and Spanish and now it's gone that's gone away yeah. Yeah. he used to say hello daddy when I got home and that's gone yeah. and we're currently going through the process of going oh was it because we sent him to Spain and that confused him <laughs> yes. oh, and yes. was it was it because we did this and oh, was it because he was ill that time and he spent yes. time in hospital and, he did. and we're currently go because oh sorry our son just for context our son's uh, he's <laughs> about three years old he's about yeah, to be yeah. about to turn four but he's recently had regression yeah. and so we are we are actually starting this process that's what that's why i've been yeah. just listening to you guys <laughs> it's, it's quite intently it's not, it's not no no but I, I am taking some of this in because we are you know we are starting to experience this and who knows you know in we're 20... available for support and yeah. consultation angry parents go back yes <laughs> But it, it is the guilt thing is is yes. crazy and then it's it's, it's, it's sort of like it's always there and yeah. it keeps kind of like subra- like it just come, even, comes out every now and then it, even though it's irrational yes, yes. even that's though even yeah. though like you know I've read all the books yeah, yeah. I mean God, yeah. My, my, my bookcase is very dull so even one of my friends <laughs> even commented have <laughs> but there were lots of books about autism and like you yeah. read it and you go well, it's, not, it's not genetic it's not inherited yeah. it's just you know mm. one of those yeah. things but it's affected so many aspects of my life. Yeah. But then... You know, it just that holding that guilt in, where you just go, you know, <sighs> relationships, everything. You just go, oh, no. It's like that whole concept. I think it's because your mind yeah. wants to have a reason for it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think there's yeah. something there sort of fundamentally be. instinctive where you're like, this is, I don't understand what's happening here. There must be a reason. And so you're just looking constantly for a reason until you kind of come up with the explanation yeah. of, like you said, that you just need to kind of move forward. Well, and at the exactly. end of the day, like I say, like the doctor turned around going, Congrats, it's you, right? And it's just more, I literally just, <laughs> yes, just feel like, stop looking at number, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just going, just going, ah, hell, yeah. And you know, I mean, actually, one of my friends went, Oh, you must be so glad that you got that diagnosis of, you know, minor brain damage. And it was like, because it's like, it's lifted sounds, that guilt. It's sure. that, and it just it sounds does. so weird that we yeah. both, yeah. you know, I, there's, well, there's, it, it there's also helped of, explain so many things because, like, you look at him and you go, is that classic? Like, say you go with stereotypes. You go, oh, mm. he's affectionate. What's going on? Mm. He, he, you know, I mean, he's affectionate to an annoying sense that sometimes he forgets yeah. that he's six foot four and sits on your lap for a hug. But yeah, which is much more difficult for me than it is for you. Yeah, yeah. I very often have to go. I can't breathe. <laughs> but, um, again, it was that thing of yeah, it, it absolutely that- took away some element of guilt. Mm. But you know, I think 
another thing is, you know, with, with John saying, you know, he had that guilt because he thought that he brought this upon Lawrence and, and in turn brought it upon all these other people in a ripple mm. effect. I had the same guilt. Was it something I did? Was it something I I ate? Did I not shout <laughs> up enough? Yeah. You know, was I was like oh. textbook, the, you know, doing everything right mum during pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, that guilt and the ripple effect that you've had on the family, but kind of want to turn it on its head a tiny bit because I don't want it to all be a, a sort of a, a heart-wrenching thing was that the ripple effect is also can be positive of having oh, any young person like Lawrence in your life. My dad is a very, he's from Manchester, he's a very stoic northern bloke, uh, not very touchy-feely, um, more so over the years, I've got to say, in case he's listening, yeah. love you dad, um, <laughs> but he did say to me, although you know, we actually started it with, you know, Pet, because he's Northern. Um, he said, you know, having Lawrence in our lives has been really, really scary, but it's been fantastic in another way. And I was sort of like, well, what do you mean? It's, you know, I know this, but I'm not expecting this message from you. And he said, because without knowing Lawrence, I wouldn't know people like Lawrence. Yeah. And he has enabled me to see there are different people in the world and see that there is, you know, joy and love that comes in a different way to the normal. Mm. And he said, and I would never have known that. I would never have experienced that without Lawrence. That support package, like we've spoken about with that support network that we oh. have. I mean, our family is all over the country, so it's yeah. quite difficult to access it sometimes. Um, a great source of support is very often as well meeting other parents who are on a similar journey to you. Mm. Forums online can sometimes be a bit of a touchy place because it can be a bit, you know, I'd say meet people in person mm. and actually speak to people and they can possibly help you because they actually know what it's like to walk in your shoes mm. or in similar shoes. Because <laughs> I don't think any, like, no two people with autism are the same. The family's no. experiences aren't the same. But, and that's why there isn't that pack yeah. because yeah. because it's not going to apply to, to everyone. Um, yeah, you know, even as we've been sat here and talking about the response you sometimes get from healthcare professionals, I wonder if some of it is because they don't want to. They just want to tread a neutral line. They don't want to give the bad message. They don't want to give the hope, a false hope message. So they're treading that neutral line of yeah. facts that they understand. But it needs to be more than that. It needs yeah, to be. You're not, dealing with no. people. Not handy, no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But like I say, uh, to reiterate Lou's point, he has also had an amazing positive impact. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you know, just I think he has brought our family close together. My my nephew yeah. is an amazing young man. Mm. I think partly because of it. Yeah, um, and, you know, Lolly's little brother Nate, um, you know, the, the acceptance that he's got from people, for people who can appear differently. I remember when he was about six years old, he had a little friend come over and Lolly was having a bit of a, a meltdown and his friend who'd never met somebody with autism or special needs before said, oh my gosh, what's going on with your brother? And Nate just turned around and went, ah, don't worry about it. He's got the autism. And, yeah. he, and it's just yeah. that level of acceptance. Yeah. And normality. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that is it, you know. In, in If you grow up with this, I think it becomes... Yeah. Just becomes second nature, yeah. but it, but I think that's what society needs is a wider yeah. aspect. The I mean, more visible children with disabilities are, yeah. the the greater the acceptance is. I mean, what is normal? 
Normal is what <laughs> normal is what you you see every day and you take into your life and you accept. That's what normal is. And for our yeah. family, normal is having a very handsome, very tall, seventeen-year-old yeah. sunflower who carries around <laughs> tooth as the dragon bat yeah. from How to Train Your Dragon, and will get me to sing Nina and the Neurons in Costa, oh, which yeah. is embarrassing. But that's normal. Yeah. You know yeah. what is. Who's, who's to say normal is normal. kind of like when you start comparing yeah. that's when normal comes yeah, into it yeah. and really you it, it's an individual and yeah. um yeah. one of the things i love about lawrence is his self-expression i think <laughs> i think he's uh, the way he expresses <laughs> is just and like, like you were saying that ripple effect of you were talking about it in a negative aspect about the ripple effect about yeah. what it's yeah. like but then you've, you've turned it on his head here by saying that there's also this very positive ripple effect yeah. that kind of counterbalances it all out. You I know? mean, imagine a world where there weren't people like Lawrence. Exactly. You can't, can you? I mean, it's we need all different, you know, society hopefully is becoming more accepting of people in their true and authentic selves. And we need people like Lawrence. Certainly. You know, to teach Working with things. Lawrence and other kids at Lod and I learn things about myself, yeah. working yeah. with them, and they, they make you grow, especially in an empathy sort person. of yeah. Certainly. I'm yeah. far more tolerant as my, yeah. yes. as my sister will point out. Yeah. It, it <laughs> certainly <laughs> teaches patience, doesn't it? Yes. And, yeah, and, and, oh, yeah. I'm far more mm. forceful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, swings and roundabouts. But yeah, it's, it's, there are hard things it will be a battle but there are so many joys as well you know don't let anybody dull the shine that is your child and your relationship with them despite you know the hardships yeah. and be human you know except yeah. you will be sad you will be happy you will be joyful you'll be disappointed you'll feel guilty oh, yeah and don't don't if you get angry like i mean you know we we, we sit and we mm. preach and we say oh he sees me Christ alive, he makes me angry at times, mm. especially when he starts slamming doors in my house yeah. and destroying various things. But but except you'll get angry, and it's mm. a perfectly acceptable thing. You don't have to. We're all we didn't like, come with <laughs> angel. We no, always exactly. say this. Yeah. When we got Lawrence, yeah. we didn't get a halo no. and angel wings. And people yeah. will say to us, <laughs> oh, a child like Lawrence got sent to parents like you because of the way you are. And we just look yeah. and go... Nope. <laughs> 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 parents we yeah. are because we've got Lawrence. Yeah, you can yeah, make, you can make me angry, you can make me smiling, you can make me cry, you can do everything. But yeah, I think it's being parents. So we're just yeah. it's always being parents. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, parenting. Yeah. How was your experience when Lawrence was at home sifting school home? Because then you yeah. did a massive change mm -hmm. and a big decision of deciding that Lawrence needed to come to Lawton School. Because um, that yeah. went for a 52 weeks uh, yeah. residential place. Yeah. So it wasn't um, at home anymore. No, it was... I don't want to say that our hand was forced, but we had become increasingly aware that Lawrence's, um, Lawrence's experience at his school and in his respite that we absolutely needed because of sleep issues and things like that, that was breaking down and it came to the point where he had to leave uh, his mainstream special needs school. Uh, we went through all the heartache and all of that stuff and um, he transitioned over. Now, before he transitioned over, obviously he was at home with me, Russ and his little brother, Nate, and, uh, you know, his stepbrothers when they were at home. And life literally revolved around Lawrence 24-7. Mealtimes, bedtimes. Um, we went through a, a period in, in our lives where Lawrence didn't sleep. He would wake up. He would either wake up screaming at one o'clock in the morning, which would disturb us all, or he would just wake up at two o'clock in the morning and stay awake. And I was working full time and Russ was working full time and the boys were going to school. So that was really difficult. Um, 
So, yeah, it was life at home with Lawrence was challenging, very, very challenging. Mm. Um, I don't think I realised how challenging it was until he actually did go to Loddon. So it broke my heart. I couldn't take him to Loddon no. on the day that he went to Loddon. I just couldn't. I had to say goodbye to him at the doorstep. Went inside. It was like Hurricane Katrina. I was sobbing, punching things, throwing things. I didn't want him to go. Aww. What I've realised, and I know this is just one person, one family's experience, mm. and I'm not saying it's the same for everybody, you know, it's a cure-all, but what I've found is that Loddon can provide Lawrence with what he needs that we could never do at home because we're not millionaires and we don't have the stuff yeah. that we need. Yeah, they don't got a horse. No, or a swimming pool. <laughs> but what, what it's also made me realise is how close to burnout we all were mm. because... I didn't realise how challenging our life was mm. until some of those day-to-day -day challenges were taken away. Mm. And I now look back at where we were just before Lawrence came to Loddon and he was on a part-time timetable at school and his behaviours had escalated because his anxiety mm. was going untreated and he couldn't communicate and his, you know, he was becoming violent and aggressive and his sleep was off and all of those things and I literally now don't know how we functioned mm -hmm. as a family unit I think also Genuinely. this is the this is also the thing whereby you're back to that guilt thing where yeah you feel like you should be able to cope yeah. I mean I, don't get me wrong I, I had it easy I had the, just the weekends and yeah. and stuff like that and if Lou and Russ ever needed I would, I would come but yeah. but there is that guilt aspect I mean Gosh, even yeah. even when he went to respite yes. I absolutely hated it I yeah, hated, the hated idea. him going to respite. I hated somebody because, else putting him to because bed. Because you, <laughs> there is there is very much that point. You think you should be able to cope. Yeah, it's a child. Why why can't well, you cope with this child? Your child. child. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You, why can't you cope? What's wrong with you? But but I would say to anybody, get all the help you can get. Yes, because ultimately, absolutely. it's not you that's failing. You are what you are doing is enabling. Uh, your child to reach their maximum potential mm. and you yeah. as a family as well because I guess when all those dynamics like you are burnt oh. out you can't call this is yeah. difficult for you it's difficult for him it's for the siblings so at some point it's like a negative dynamic mm. I guess for everybody yeah. meanwhile if you ask for help he's in the right place he's having yeah. the right support yeah. he's happy yeah. he's safe and in the same time you can enjoy your life as a family yeah. as a family together with him so you are in a healthy position now yeah. for, to move forward yeah. if not no, it's like a, I think that that I need to say I saw many parents crying when they come the first time. And of say, course, mm. bye yeah, to the yeah. child. So it, that helps yeah, you guys. Yeah, um, it's heartbroken. Oh god, <laughs> and the first time I'm. I think I just need to yeah. hold it together and then go somewhere. Not the first time to do like <laughs> no. that um, because it's heartbroken to yeah. see them how yeah. they find difficult. And I know I work a lot on and yeah. I could I. Sometimes you wish to say like, I wish I could give it to you. Why no? Yeah. Because you will, yeah. you won't be crying. No. You will be living like, okay, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be safe. He's gonna yes, be yes. Like that. And maybe that's part of what. But it's part of the we, yeah. yeah it's like, maybe that's part of us talking about this experience yeah. can give parents who are wondering whether or not they should try and ask, access respite or, yeah. you know, scared because somebody said in order to get this service you need to speak to a social worker. I mean, that's a huge thing for parents because mm. again, going back yeah. to the guilt. 
Yeah. Yeah. People have social workers are people who can't cope. Isn't, isn't yeah. it? No, that's oh, that's not the bad parents. You know, yeah. and that's not true of social workers in general. Social workers are there to yes, they're there in some cases. There is people, that perception out there know, though that there's but, something wrong or there's something yeah. going on if yeah, if the social worker gets involved. I, yes, yeah. I, I see why that's still a, yeah. yeah. And you know, the amount of parents that I've spoken to and said, have you spoken to disabled children's team or the the equivalent in your area? Have you asked for an assessment? I'm not having a social worker come round my house. Or they, they may have had family or friends who've had yeah. bad interactions with social services for another reason. And it's so hard. Yeah. And I used to say to our social yeah. worker, can't you just change your names? And she said, yeah. what do you mean? And I said, can't you call yourself something like a family enablement officer if you're dealing <laughs> right. with yes, yes. disabled children? Because, you know, when I say to people, you know, I knew the process inside out and yet the first couple of dozen times I had to say to somebody when I took Lolly to the doctors or to the hospital and they said does he have a social worker and I said yes and the guilt and the con- perceived yeah. judgment and the why has your child got a social mm-hmm. worker and you know it may not have even those might not have even been the messages I was receiving from those people but it's certainly how yeah. I felt sure. exactly um and you know that is that yeah. is just that another, whole concept of asking for help I think mm. is really hard mm. yeah, yeah, yeah and 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 it is the there is the there is the tendency to say oh no I, 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 no we can we can manage we can get through this we, we can oh you know we'll we'll do something different and, and the problem is you're fooling yourself yeah because if you're not at 100 percent how are you supposed to mm. help your child yeah or, or you're the or you're the children yeah, yeah, yeah exactly well yeah there are yeah quite <laughs> yeah, there are the, but but that's the whole point and it, I think it's it's very hard because I mean, like I said, we're, we're terribly lucky. Lou knew everything inside out, um, but even but even but, yeah, <laughs> but even like getting to to fill out the forms, to have those discussions, mm. to to do the paperwork. <laughs> the questions are loaded because it's like, can you cope? Yeah. If we give you X, can you cope? And the questions are rigged because they're they're designed. You you have got to say we're a breaking point we are mm-hmm. we're literally we're about to implode do you think a lot of people don't get the services because they're not willing to exactly to, to, say yeah. that, to say it or, yeah. or they'll give it they'll, or they'll, they'll not, say oh actually I think I they're think not ready in their own process yeah. like, I think you need to be ready somehow to say I'm a breaking mm. point yeah. I can't go with this anymore I think personally psychologically somehow you yeah. need to be ready to ask for help well it's embarrassing yeah well it's embarrassing it's loaded with guilt it's loaded with judgment but you know when working with families and the mantra I've had to use for myself and for John and for the rest of the family is nobody needs help on a good day you only need yeah. help on a bad day, right. so you have to talk about the bad day. Yeah, yeah. You know, because... Yeah, yeah that's what there is, super cute. Yeah, I mean, mm. don't talk about the yeah. lovely day when he stumbles into our bedroom at a silly clock and he brings his duvet and he snuggles and you cuddle and you watch Zog on TV, you know, because, yes, those days exist, but there are also the days when he screams and he shouts and there's holes in the plaster mm. and you've not slept for three days and you need to go to work yeah. and your younger child is saying, why does Lolly hurt you? Those are the days that people need to help you on, so those are the days they need to know about. And I'm not doing anything wrong when those days happen. Those days just happen. It is. You've Mm. got to. Yeah. yeah, It sounds horrible. You've got to take yourself out of the picture. Mm. You have to sit there and almost 
analyze your life and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like become, you're no part of that yeah, it's become, become yeah. super analytic and say yeah. ultimately what is the best outcome for him what what what, what can I deliver mm-hmm. for him or her or that, 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 ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> that ultimately means that they will progress now if that means I have to step back away from being a, a full time parent that's then what then, then that's what you have him. to do. It's horrible, mm. Mm. but ultimately that's that's it. You, you know, like like I say, yeah, I think we were, I touched on it earlier. We, we're currently just like we went to the hospital on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Uh, to walking, <laughs> and we're sitting there, and you go, well, what we're going to do is we're going to cut his legs open and lengthen his Achilles, and you sit there as a parent and go. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so what's that? And you go uh, six weeks in plaster, and you just go. All right, am I, you know, is this the best thing for him? Mm. And you have to sort of, so almost, you have to literally, because as a parent, you go, hell no, you are not touching my child. Mm. But, but then we know that he needs it. But you have, you have to step back. You have to say, and, and, and that's the same with asking for help. But anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you take yourself out. Actually, it takes take a lot of discipline emotions. to ask for help, which mm. is yeah, interesting. Take, take you have to, yeah, you have to be disciplined enough to like, yeah, like you said, take off the father hat for a second yeah. and sort of like look at it. From like from yes yeah. yeah and yeah. that does take that does take a lot a lot of energy I imagine a lot of draining energy to try and do that the yeah we're only 35 <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself but no it's it's exhausting I know it sounds like boring, but it does become easier because mm. the more you've the more you've asked for help the, uh, in some respects the easier it becomes because you actually go do you know what? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're right. Then your life became easier now that he's alone and you see him happy, I guess. <laughs> it's become easier. Well, it's, it's become more fulfilled. It's definitely become more fulfilled with for Lawrence. Yeah. Where it's. It's. <laughs> I would say, yeah. So I would say it's become, it's become easier. It's enabled us and the family to grow and develop it's enabled lolly to grow and develop what it has done is brought up the looming spectre of transfer to adult services because we have seen how good it can be if lawrence has the right support Mm -hmm. yes and we have got coming up on the horizon Mm. like a freight train the move to adult services and the move away from london even though that's two years away two years is we've been we've been pushing for support on it for at least a year because we know his transition is going to be so challenging and so it has become easier we need to take the wins and we need to appreciate that this situation that Lawrence is in and the family is in right now is really great Mm -hmm. but we are always conscious of the fact that the next battle is coming yeah, the next that, that started already yeah the yeah. battle has already started it's already, it's already ramping barricades up. are up already oh, it's, 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 yeah lawyers yeah. have contacted mm-hmm. it we've, I'm shining I mean, my breastplate and my yeah. Valkyrie outfits <laughs> like, exactly yeah. um, but, they, but they just they just appear they, they, just they, appear. they I mean like we, we've had a tremendous piece of fun about his trust fund oh gosh yeah and, and it's just yeah. yeah all it took was one tick in the wrong box the one tick in the wrong box we were by out, one person and block, we were locked out yeah. Without any information. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean that that's that's where that's where my useful skills come in. They're just I'm horrible. Yeah. I just chase people down. But, but we've but, but yeah. this is so you, you, London yeah. is London's amazing because he's in the he's in the environment. It, like you say, it gives you the ability to go right, relax and go with my life. Mm. 
and then suddenly you find that and you go actually well actually yes we're not yeah. looking after him 24 7 there so i've actually got time to go and mm. argue with the fsa and all these sort of yeah. people and you just go right. oh, you know, i've got this sort of stuff and you know like I say, we're about to go start court proceedings to go, right, we need, uh, what was it, duty of care when he gets to 18 or whatever. We need to make sure that everything is signed over. Well, this is it. And, and these are things that you don't find out about until, you know, yeah. nobody preps you unless you, you happen to speak to people who, who prep you in advance. And we're lucky because Lawrence's clusters are looked after child, so we have statutory yeah. meetings where they discuss okay. these things. Mm. If you don't have looked after child meetings or, yeah. or whatever, how do you find out about this stuff if you don't have a social worker? How do you find out about this yeah. stuff? Well, it's like the moment he gets um, to 18, yeah, theoretically, yeah, here, like, theoretically he is, he is <laughs> adult and he yes. is supposed to make his own decisions. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's great, but that means every decision will involve Pringles, yeah. Uh, yeah. cheesy puffs, <laughs> uh, yeah. and chocolate, chocolate frogs. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. It, it is like, what I don't realise, and there's, I think, a fight from my side that you have a social worker that knows the child and they comes 18 they disappeared and someone has come now for one year to do all the work and it's like you don't know the child you don't know how things are what's been going on like the continuity is the continuity is the key like really Mm. easy and that's that's what we're about to lose read the notes read the notes notes. Mm. but uh, I mean my favourite thing from one of our most recent uh, meetings was obviously Lawrence is coming up and you know when we talk about Lawrence and his experience at Loddon and the way that he's he's progressing which you know you know as working at Loddon we know as parents of a Loddon child it's it's small increments but they're massive steps forward for mm, a young person yeah. like Lawrence and uh, I think it was the uh, the independent reviewing officer or who was overseeing um, this said I just need to ask this question because it seems like Lawrence does really, really well. So when he reaches 19, couldn't he go home with social care support? (laughs) And we didn't say anything. Every other professional that knows Lawrence's case around the table, Lodden staff, social services all went, no. (laughs) And it was like, but, you know, this is the read the notes. This is the know the young person, know the case. And then what they don't realise, we put all the supportive strategies in place. That's That's why why it works. Away. Yeah. Yes. The problem exactly. is that they don't realise it's not it's not working well on its own. It's a whole system no. making it well, work. Well, yes, so I've had those is, discussions too. Where yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's because we're doing this that yeah. it's going well. He's not. He hasn't just a switch. Just hasn't just yeah. turned, and he suddenly, <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, and this is our concern. Mm. You look at the provision post nineteen, and you go, well, Lawrence theoretically needs somewhere with a lot of outdoor space, somewhere yeah. he can run. So mm. we're like, you know, when anxiety gets too much, he is not in an inner city flat somewhere he needs to be able to walk into a garden he needs to go for a walk he needs to be able to go swimming he would probably like to do horse riding he'd like to do the same basically what he needs is London forever (laughs) but London forever doesn't exist and then you look at the provisions but you but you but you look at the provisions and they're horrendous I mean, the so, national, the, well, no. For, for, for yeah. young people right, like Lawrence. Let me, let me explain that. Yeah. When I say they're horrendous, what <laughs> yeah. I mean is there are so many where they're run for profit. They are, you, yeah. you, you know, I mean, it's, it's there. It's like, in minutes, yeah. No, because they go, the, they go, well, actually, do you know what? They, the, the government amusingly have said, that's why I get boring. <laughs> Using, the, the government set like a thing that said, uh, if you make uh, £13 million of profit against like a, a, an adult provision home, we think that's excessive. The amount of... Uh, homes that run at 12 million profit mm. and you think well hang on 12 million 12 million profit. to look after and you think well that's 12 million that should be going for the young adults mm-hmm. and you know and as, and as we say Lawrence works 
Lonk looks great on paper mm. when he's in an environment that's good for him. He's in an environment that doesn't meet his needs. Mm. Well, they're they're gonna, know. they're gonna, they're gonna escalate. He's gonna become violent. He's yeah. gonna be he's gonna withdrawn. He's, he's you know, himself. it's we've lost him again. And then yeah. suddenly, it's not gonna cost two hundred and fifty thousand a year. It's gonna cost half a million to get him back to even something. And you go, they're just false economies. Yeah. And it mm. seems you're spending at the end more than yeah, yeah. things wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and this is the amazing thing that we've had with him being in in a place like Loden is that senior staff with umph and clout who know their stuff are able to say, we know from experience if you try yeah. and put this square peg of a young man into a round <laughs> hole, you are going to be reaping the whirlwind. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And they have been told by the professionals. So in, in this way, this is an example of professionals working really well yeah. with the family because we can say it until we're blue in the face. But if you've got a child's school that's well-respected, people who are experts in their field backing you up, if you've got social workers backing you up, then other people have to listen. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's why yeah. it's really and good it, to build that's, those that's really relationships. Powerful because, I mean, we've already had one conversation and the lady uh, from... Uh, what are they called these days? Post, whatever they're called. Transitions. Yeah, yeah, whatever they're transitions. Whatever they're whatever they're called these days. But yeah. did turn around and go. But by the way, don't expect to get your first choice if we find if we think there's something better. And, and it's just like, that thing where, well, hang oh. on a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saying that's the wrong don't, people. Don't start that footing because you know we've got the support of the school because they will help point you in the right direction. Yeah. But do not just go. And we're not really, I think, it's just horrible to imagine that, that maybe there's some people that um, are a little bit, you know, don't have as much self-esteem that get hit with that. Well, yeah. And then straight away, they're just on board to, with whatever this person's saying. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's one of the reasons. But that's why I'm saying that that's why they shouldn't go in with that. They, yeah, you know, because yeah. there are certain people that are going to be sort of victimised as a result of that. Well, I wasn't meeting that parents where it's not your choice. She was the manager. Yeah. It's not your choice, is it? And there were parents uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I yeah. think you find it. Is. Oh, yes, exactly. That's what they need to remind themselves. I love yeah. him, bless him. Mm. I looked at that and he was he put a face of like, well, we'll see then. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is the thing, you know, and, well, and I understand. Very strong letters. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I understand that there are so many different things that come into these decisions. And, you know, if you are somebody who works here and this is your criteria and you've got to hit it and all that sort of, I get it. Yeah, but never forget you're working with humans. Well, let's say. And you're talking mm. about their child. And yeah. you're talking about. But it's collaborative. Yeah, it's it collaborative. It should be. It, it, should be. Like it shouldn't be confrontational. And, well, yeah. I mean, also, like I say, I, I understand from their, their side, they've got, they've been told they have to do this. Yeah. Mm. You know, and somebody come along and go, oh, by the way, uh, but no. can you give us £270,000 a year? <laughs> <laughs> they do get a bit, they do get a bit tetchy when you suddenly go, mm. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know. Uh, Nobody likes a money conversation. No, no. but I mean, the, but, it, but even then, like, you, there's like, there's a spreadsheet with high cost coming down the line. Mm. Yeah. And like, you, we, we even like, they went, is he on it? Oh no, he's not on it yet. It's like put him on it. Put him on it because you know it's coming, mm. yeah. and it's just stuff like that, stuff that just slips through the gaps. Which, which is why you have to be on it. Which is why it's so you difficult. know, and it, it is. I think you know, as as we say, Lauren is phenomenal, and, and Lauren being in that thing does actually give us that sort of ah, oh, the weight off yeah. the shoulders. 
to be able to actually go right we need to build like ourselves help. up for the next yeah, we push them <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. with you guys to, yeah. to yeah. make sure that you yeah. get to the right place yeah, yeah. and that is the perfect example like him getting all of his medical needs met oh. since he's been at Loddon like him getting all of that stuff that he's needed since he's been at Loddon it's an example of how collaboration can work it's an example of how the right team around the young person who know them, and I would go further than that, I would say care about them and their outcomes. Yeah. Because it isn't just that we care about Lawrence's outcomes. I know the staff at London care about him. Yeah. They're invested in him. They want him to succeed. They're, they want us to succeed. They're the ones who pushed for his, you know, uh, for all the autism element. Everyone else had just dismissed us. And oh, dismissed yeah, it. epilepsy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. epilepsy. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're, they're the ones who pushed. They're the ones who went, what, do you know, we've got contact with the doctor. Let's We'll get him in. We'll get him in. Mm. And suddenly that, that train moves. And you see how uh, an integrated system works. Works, and it works yes. well. And, it, yeah. and, and I say, ultimately, it's always a false economy. Mm-hmm. It, it, if, if, you get, if you get support at the right yeah, time... they cannot sum up everything with money, though. No, like, no, no, no. I think there needs to be... Oh, no, No, they do. They, I'm saying, like, unfortunately, they do. Yes. But what they don't realise is, like... It cannot be when it's about human lives, you know. Yeah. Like you need to oh, exactly. be treating with human, not with tables and chairs. Yeah. It oh. cannot be always numbers, like no. well, exactly. I mean, like there are objects there. Like who are you talking about? Uh, I, can, I can imagine it. I can imagine. I mean, like when I when I explain to people like where Lawrence goes and lives, mm. and you, you hear, well, and they go, oh, "What's it like?" And you go, "That's amazing." Swimming <laughs> pools, uh, like gardens, <laughs> stables. Everyone's going to be going. Well, hang on, that's that's ridiculous. Why would he have all that? And you go, well, because that's actually that's, that's ultimately what he needs. Mm. What he needs. You know, it's like yeah, we all we'd all love to live there. It'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's that thing of mm. uh, you know you can see people adding it up in their head, but yeah. you kind of go well without that stuff, mm. the the cost becomes higher. Yeah. The the the, the yeah. regulation, the interventions. Sure. And uh, what we have to consider is that young people who need as bespoke a package as Lawrence. You know, we're we're in this world, so it seems like young people like Lawrence are all around us. But there's yeah. such a tight. It's, it's a very small proportion of people with you know differing needs that need the level of support that Lawrence does. And yeah. you know, some of the provisions when you said they're horrific, and I was like, no, they're not. There no. are some brilliant provisions oh, yeah. out there for supported living for young people who yeah. need the extra help, mm. but you know, just need that bit of extra help. They're great provisions out there, but there need to be provisions out there for Lawrence's end of the, the chart yeah, you know sure. I always I always say that you know in a, in a world of uh, special people Lawrence is a very special special person he's like in the top 1% of children with additional needs yeah, yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> you, you, I, don't, I don't think you get to London if you're just a bit iffy <laughs> but it's not you don't you don't go to a school and no. need the support from somewhere like no. London if you are someone who can you know, manage with small interventions well, we or are, in a mainstream special well, school. We are seeing, I mean, like, like we're, we're starting to do research now. And actually, well, that's actually one of the things where professionals could be brilliant because there is no pack. Mm-hmm. There is no guidance of mm-hmm. what adult provision is. So we are literally yeah. sitting, typing around the internet <laughs> and there's, going... There's, uh, there's something on the local authority's yeah. website, but nobody's pointed us towards no, it from the local authority. Um, you know, it's... You can't Google where is, you know, I'm looking for this, where yeah, is that, you know. Sure. But you, you, but we're, 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 what we're seeing, though, is we are finding, finding ones where you actually go, 
Well, this looks like it could be a lot of Lawrence's needs. So you're kind of going, right, let's start reaching out now. And we're sort of like... Mm. But yeah, again, that is that thing whereby, as a parent, why are we, it sounds horrible, yeah. why are we doing it? Yeah. Because that information is there somewhere and it should be collated somewhere. And, and also, mm, and you know, we've spoken to a few recently and I spoke to a lovely lady. I'm not going to name the organisation she's from because, you know, um, it was a conversation between the two of us. But what she had said is you will find that you can only come to us and ask for assessment once you've exhausted everything the local authority want you to look at. And I was like, the local authority aren't giving us anything to look at ourselves anyway. Hmm. So, hmm. you know, how rushed is this situation going to be? It yeah. took us nearly 12, 12 months to fully transition Lawrence to Loddon, hmm. you know? And if we're talking about the transitions team coming on board when he's 17 and a half, 18... That's, le- you know, yeah, 18 yeah, months until he's got to yeah. go to his adult placement. Mm-hmm. That's not enough time. No. Come on, give us the give us no. the tools. Let us see. Let no. us go somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure that Lodon will give a big push. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 they, I know they will definitely. They will be fine. I know we'll, they will. We, we normally yeah. have, like, the big push and they oh, will pull the cars. But imagine that, if you're not. That's not That element isn't a conservative. No, it's the other But I know it's scary now because there's lots of uncertainties but I think everything will start funneling to mm. the right direction well, yeah uh, so don't, also, don't, don't yeah. worry now too much <laughs> oh, don't worry we're, we're, okay, we'll come along I've already got information packs coming from all, right, all over got, the country and I'm speaking to people we've got spreadsheets, spreadsheets going don't worry I've asked for like folders um, and stuff I mean like <laughs> I'm not saying but there have been like oh like we have packs I, I know we'll get ready oh. you are ready you are ready oh, no we're, we're not ready, ready. we're definitely not ready they're ready to be ready I just said born ready and then I'm like no we're not Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to do this. Yeah, we're not ready. We, 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 yeah. we know it's coming, so we're, we we're, yes. we're prepping. Right, so to close the episode, yeah. thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> don't worry about that. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> uh, it's been really nice to have you here. Thank you for everything that you shared yeah, with us. Right. I know that it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, just to close in a positive way, can yeah. you tell us a sort anecdote that shows the uniqueness of Lawrence out there yes. in a positive way? Uh, doesn't need to be long something that you will say that's my child oh my gosh well it's not that it doesn't need to be long it's like how many do you uh, want I mean, um, <laughs> just what I, I think I think my favorite thing is that you know I'll, I'll always remember the first time that Lawrence said I love you mummy oh. love you mummy and he he says it more and more often but what he does is he doesn't say it you know obviously you, you, with children it's like calling the phone yeah. thing isn't it love you love you too he will sometimes just wander up to me in the kitchen. He will put his arms around me because he's taller than me mm. around my waist. He'll rest his head on my, my shoulder and he'll either go and give me a big kiss or he'll go love mommy and then he'll go off. And he's doing it because he wants to. He's doing it because just at that point in time, he's thought, I love my mum. I'm going to tell her. And, you know, you can't, everything else that happens, that's the one thing, you know, it's there. You know, that's lolly. Yeah, I've, well, yeah, it's very much like that. We, I always say it's really weird. We go, what have you done at the weekend? Go, well, I was tickling my son on the bed. <laughs> got t- until he's hours. basically crying with us. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's basically, a, a, yeah. a lot of the times what we do. He'll, yeah. mm. he'll come in, like, you know, he is, 
he, he is special. Like, I mean, if I go, do you want Daddy to sit with you while you watch television? No. No. No, Daddy will leave now. <laughs> in a very, in a very, <laughs> very poor, poor sort of ways. With the look. With, but then, yeah, shut the door. Yeah. But, then, but then it's also, he literally will come in and go, come, come tickle. Mm. And yeah. like that, and we just go play and... He's got such an infectious laugh, you know, and it is yes, that. Yes, does. It is also that thing, like, when, when you're out and about, he, his smile and everything is the thing that wins people over. Yeah. Mm. I think people can see, you know, when they, when they look past all the frippery, the, the flapping, and the why on earth has this handsome young man uh, got a Disney dragon. Pixar dragon in his hand? A couple of dragons and, and a tiger. He, yeah, mm. and he makes eye contact with somebody and he smiles. They can't help but smile back because that's Lolly. Mm. Mm. And they're seeing Lolly. Yeah. yeah. I, well, also, I also like the sweet chocolate, it gets me. That's, <laughs> that's lovely, guys. Thank you. Again, thank you guys no. for today. No, yes, thank you. Right. Just remember, our listeners, that we have um, some meetings here in the Fieldhouse Barn every month. So, if any parent, any carer, any professional needs help, please join us whenever you want for a cup of tea and a piece of cake. Mm-hmm.